Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I love you guys. Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. I feel like I'm an expert on Antonio Brown. This is the Rich Eisen Show. We're getting it twisted because you just accused Tom Brady of running a scam through his train. Unless you think it was the Bucks' plan. It's not Brady. It's the Bucks who brought Alex Guerrero in because they do have him. The Rich Eisen Show. Standing on the sidelines. Today's guests. Packers running back, A.J. Dillon. Rams linebacker, Von Miller. Plus, your phone calls, TJ's big-ass grab bag, and more. And now, it's Rich Eisen. All right, everybody. Welcome to this edition of the Rich Eisen Show here on this Friday in 2022. Good to see you, Chris Brockman. How are you, sir? Rich, I'm great. DJ Mikey D is back in the chair. Hey, Mike Delzer hey. back from that thing he was doing from somewhere else about whatever he was doing for that thing. <laughs> I mean, I'm a hitman. I'm just going to let you guys no, know. No, you're like, not. John you're Wick? You're like John Wick? I'm John Wick. <laughs> Mike Wick. No. <laughs> Why would you say John Wick? The guy's from New Jersey. There's so many other options <laughs> Mike for you. Wick. Mike, Mike Wick. Mike Wick. That good. is amazing. Buried a couple bodies. Good to see you, TJ Jefferson. How are you over there? I think there? we might have to start calling him Mike the Professional, like Leon Why the not? Professional. Why not? You know, if he's out there assassinating Why folks. Why not? Why not? And have oh, one of hey. Natalie Portman's like first movie. Do we yeah. have a great weekend of football in front of us? Yes, we do. Sure. Um, and, uh, you know, this is kind of the way I want to start because this is our last, I think, opportunity and only opportunity in the NFL with this 18th week for the first time, 17th regular season game for the first time to kind of point out, you know, what's at stake and what would have been and what can be. And, you know, we may have these conversations for the next couple of years about records and asterisks and things like that. But right here and right now, you know, is when things would have been over we would be getting set for a wild card triple header tomorrow if this was the usual drill of 17 week 16 regular season games and being done right and um then it would be all, all over and i that's what i kind of want to point out because here's what's at stake there's there's many things at stake in playoff positioning and 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 we'll run through that but what's kind of at stake is an 18th regular season game and how we talk about it, an 18th regular season week, 17th regular season game and how we talk about it depends on how everything plays out 
what if there is a team Mm -hmm. that's playing for a playoff position or even in a case they've already clinched a playoff spot, playoff seating. In the case of the Cardinals and the Rams, they're both in. But it's kind of huge as to whether you win the division or not to go from here. Certainly if you are going to play three playoff games to get to the Super Bowl, which the Rams and the Cardinals are going to have to do because the Packers have already clinched that bye week in the NFC. That's still up for grabs in the AFC. But what if one of those teams plays somebody and somebody of significance gets significantly hurt in a 17th regular season game? Do you think the player health and safety conversation will jump to the fore over the next 48 hours? You bet. You bet. I mean, we really haven't had this conversation. We've kind of pointed out throughout the season as to the extra games between an NFC team and an AFC team that would not have been on the schedule if not for that extra game that was created between an NFC and an AFC team. Like Dallas and New England was such a tremendously enjoyable game this year. That was not on the schedule if there wasn't a 17th regular season game added. Green Bay and Kansas City, which we all know we're still talking about because Rodgers didn't play in that game and should that be held against him in an MVP conversation and so on and so forth. But I kind of want to point out to everybody here what's at stake this week. And before I do, I want to point out what would have been and we'll see after the weekend how it jumbles the picture. That would have been right now. If the playoffs started tomorrow, if it started this very weekend, what a matchup we would have in the AFC. We would have not one, but two division battles. We'd have two battles in which both teams will be playing for a third time. How about Chiefs Chargers three? That's what we would have had. If everything started this weekend and stopped right now, Patriots at Bills, Patriots Bills three. This is the way it would have gone. We would have been over and done with the Colts would have been in the playoffs. They would be going to one Joey Burrow, who I proffer to say would be playing this weekend. And we would be talking about Joe Mixon being out with COVID because he is for this week. And we're apparently not going to see Burrow this weekend as the Bengals are currently the three seed, and there are scenarios in which they can get the one. Same for the Patriots, by the way. Same for the Chiefs. And the Titans would have had the one seed. They would have been off this weekend, and all they have to do is win this weekend against Houston, and that's the case for next weekend. And in the NFC, the Eagles would be flying out to Los Angeles right now to take on the Rams. Jalen Hurts, his first playoff game of his career, right here in Los Angeles where the Rams would be the two seed if things <clears throat> ended today. How about Niners at Bucks? Who's in for that one? Mm-hmm. Yep. Amazingly, the Niners at Bucks would have happened if the playoffs started this weekend. And even though the Eagles are lower than the 49ers on the seeding chart, they have somehow clinched a spot. The Niners have to play and win this weekend to assure themselves of getting in. That's what that 18th week and 17th regular season game has wrought for the Niners. Would have been in now, mm-hmm. might not be in by the end of this weekend. And then we would be getting Cardinals-Cowboys as a repeat, which we could maybe get anyway, too. Packers definitely would have had the one seed, whether 
there wasn't this weekend or not. And 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 we're not going to have these conversations in following years. We're just not. But right now, it it kind of is germane to talk about. And later on in the show, we're going to talk about the records and whether there should be asterisks if they're broken this weekend. And there are a handful of significant records that can be broken, single season and rookie mm-hmm. records that we're going to bring to the fore. But I just wanted to lay that out, what it is and would have been and what it will be. Because the Colts and the Niners have yet to clinch. And the Chargers, as we know, is currently your seventh seed in the NFC, have yet to clinch. And then you look at the schedule this weekend and, like, what is actually in this extra week, even though some of the extra games, as I mentioned, like Patriots and and Cowboys have already been played. This is when we're playing another week of regular season action. Like, what matters? What has the extra week wrought in terms of what matters? And three games have zero on the line, whether it's a playoff spot already for a team that is as good as they can possibly get, like Packers at Lions, means nothing for the Lions, although there is still the first overall pickup for grabs. That game means nothing. And two others have absolutely like zero football team at Giants is zero. You also have um, uh, Bears and Vikings. They're both out, even though Cousins is going to play like Zimmer's like, okay, I'm going to go down with a win if I'm going to go down. Um, Seven of the 16 teams games involve a team that can improve their seating. They're already in, but can improve their seating. And six of the 16 games involve a team that needs to win to make the playoffs like Saints at the Falcons and uh, Colts at the Jaguars Seahawks at the Cardinals Cardinals need that game to win the division Niners Rams obviously Chargers and Vegas Raiders and then there's the Steelers at the Ravens that's a significant game don't you think because the winner of that team, that game, has an opportunity to make the playoffs, and the other is out. Now, the opportunity to make the playoffs from that game is born out of Jacksonville beating the Colts. I love this stuff. I geek out on this stuff, by the way. It's also my job as a host at NFL Network on game day morning and all this stuff cold. So, I looked this one up. Jaguars beating the Colts unlocks so much this weekend. <laughs> it unlocks the Ravens playoff clinching scenario. Right. Okay. It unlocks the Steelers playoff clinching scenario. It unlocks the crazy ass tie scenario yes. between the Vegas Raiders and the Los Angeles Chargers, meaning that the winner of Ravens Steelers makes it if the Jaguars beat the Colts and Vegas and the Chargers does not finish in a tie because if the Jaguars beat the Colts and Vegas and Los Angeles ends in a tie, it doesn't matter who wins the Ravens and Steelers game. They're out, Colts out, both teams that tie on Sunday night in. And we talked about it with Brandon Staley this week. He's like, get out of here. <laughs> that was the... He was very polite. He was very polite. He was very polite. The <laughs> Vegas Raiders have already chimed in on it as well. 
Derek Carr saying, quote, someone said we could just take knees and tie if that's the scenario. I was like, well, that kind of sounds good to you, but I don't want to tie those guys either. To me, it will be full focus on beating the Chargers, and I'm pretty confident that's how our whole team feels no matter what. By the way, the Jaguars beating the Colts also unlocks the Lions get the first overall pick scenario as well. And you're sitting there going, yeah, right, Jaguars beating the Colts. Do you know the last time the Colts won in Jacksonville was 2014? Yeah, it's been a while, right? Yeah. The quarterback on that day was Andrew Luck, (laughs) and he threw for 370 yards and four touchdowns. (laughs) And the four touchdowns he threw to... Kobe Fleener, remember him? I do. You ready? This is good. Mm-hmm. Ma- this is good. These are good names that should be said on a- every show every day. Uh, Dwayne Allen caught a touchdown okay. pass. Yeah. Couple and then, ends. and then, uh, you remember the Colts had some, uh, uh, you know, Giants alumni, Hakeem Nix, and Ahmad Bradshaw out of the backfield. Wow. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed, he do. And uh, just to you know, for you know what's and giggles. Uh-huh. Um, let's just go deep into the box score right there because on that day, Matt Hasselbeck came in and threw a couple passes. <laughs> for the Colts? For the Colts because this thing was it, over. And uh, 14 carries, 57 yards for Trent Richardson. <laughs> Trent Richardson. Getting their first-round pick worth. They sure were <laughs> on that day. Last time, the Colts won in Jacksonville. They haven't won they haven't won since 2014 there. Don't forget last year when the Jaguars won only one game, it was week one against Phillip Rivers and the Colts in Jacksonville. They lost every other game after that. That's how you got Trevor Lawrence. Falls through a dime and got hurt on the play. Win one for Bevel. If they do that, going out the door, it unlocks the door oh. for so much insanity this weekend. So much insanity. Please, Lord. ESPN's uh, Power Football Index. Uh, yes, sir. Which, uh, 20.8% chance of Jacksonville winning the game. That's more than a dumb and dumber shot. That's <laughs> one in five, right? One in five. They're a 15-point underdog, but you never know. 32 different permutations in the NFC in terms of who makes it in what order. They make it in one through seven seating. And part of the reason why that's a low number is... That one column's already solid. Um, in the AFC, 256 different permutations on the way one through seven is ordered and who gets in and who does not. Oh, baby. That's your, that's your laying it all out on the table. And also just me wanting to talk football instead of uh, uh, some Instagram model sliding <laughs> into Antonio Brown's direct messages and hotel room. <laughs> you even pitched me on starting in that manner. I mean, I thought I had a compelling case. All right, let me just hit that real quick. No, no. No, I will not do it in the first block. I will not. She now has COVID. Well, too, that's that's the reason why it is somewhat newsworthy. Yeah. And I somewhat is doing a very heavy a lift. A lot of heavy lifting. On that. Because, again, I refuse to start a show off the top with that material. 
because otherwise we we might all just sit here and just lick a toilet seat ourselves. Uh, never. Yes, folks. <laughs> never. These are all part of the same sordid story involving Antonio Brown. Free agent, Antonio. Well, free agent in a few hours. He's a Antonio free Brown. agent, man. Let's take a break because Ian Rappaport, by the way, Dropping news that J.J. Watt could return for the Arizona Cardinals. We keep talking about Derrick Henry's coming back and Cam Akers is going to play for the Rams this week. And he had an Achilles injury during the summer. And Sean McVay says he's running around. So Ian Rappaport's first up. He's going to join us in five minutes time. We've got 10 minutes with him because his phone's ringing off the hook. It's playoff weekend pretty much. And coach is about to be fired weekend, pretty much. And we've got not one, but two stars of the game. Because A.J. Dillon's a rising star in Green Bay. I told you he's the closer not named Aaron on that team. He was one of my four downs a few weeks ago. And he's joining us prior to the Packers going on their playoff run. And we've got an MVP of the Super Bowl joining us. Von Miller of the Los Angeles Rams on this program prior to that big game against the San Francisco 49ers. And the Rams are feeling it right now. And then there's you at 844-204-RICH. There's TJ's big-ass grab bag. There's all of these great records that are on the line, potentially set to be broken with this extra regular season game. And Chris Brockman's sneaky good games will sneak that in. 844-204-RICH, number to dial. We're back with Ian Rappaport in a moment. Let's talk game time. Boy, do we love using game time tickets at the Rich Eisen Show. And every single time I've been watching the basketball playoffs on TV, I've been wondering what it would be like to be at these games. And when you choose your tickets on game time, you can see the view from your seat where the court is, where you are in relation to it. And then the all-in prices, that's my favorite feature. The all-in prices makes sure that you see the lowest price guarantee and also know exactly how much everything costs all in before you purchase. So all the guesswork is removed when you buy playoff tickets with game time download the game time app create an account and use my code rich for twenty dollars off your first purchase terms apply visit gametime.co for restrictions again create an account redeem my code r-i-c-h for twenty dollars off your first purchase download game time today last minute tickets lowest price guaranteed Let's talk sleep number, people, because quality sleep is so essential. That's why the sleep number smart bed is dissolved for your ever-evolving sleep needs. And the same thing for your partner. So you can choose what's right for each of you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Quiets your snores or your partner's? Sleep Number does that. My Sleep Number setting is 60. My wife's is 70. Ten numbers apart, but it truly is the world of difference. The Sleep Number sleep that you get is unbelievable. You will love it. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now you could save 50%. That's 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. 
This is the Rich Eisen Show. Back here on our terrestrial radio outfit along with all of our other platforms on the Rich Eisen Show. He's a busy man and was kind enough to give us a couple minutes here today on this busy Friday. He is uh, one of the best in the business, and I'm not just saying that because I work with him all the time on the NFL Media Group. Ian Rappaport at Rapsheet here on the Rich Eisen Show. How are you doing, Ian? I'm good. How are you guys? I am doing well. So, J.J. Watt, uh, is this possible that we're going to see him week uh, week 19, right? Uh, maybe a, a yeah. playoff game in Dallas or, or a home playoff game should uh, things break their way? In two yeah, weeks. full transparency. Uh, you were expected to hear about this on Sunday morning, on game day morning for the first time, and the Cardinals decided to designate him for return today, which was very much appreciated. <laughs> Not really. Um, but anyway, yes. Uh, so J.J. Watt, who tore his labrum and his rotator cuff and his bicep. Oh, my God. Is, is a miracle. Uh, I mean, he, from what I understand, he has been pushing his rehab insanely hard. So he knows his body better than anyone, and he has been pushing to the absolute brink. And because of that, he has been able to um, rehab faster than anyone imagined. So instead of several months, instead of four months or six months, it is going to be a matter of weeks. The plan as of now mm-hmm. is for him to be out on the field for the first week of the playoffs rather than the Super Bowl, which is what he was originally planning. Oh, my goodness gracious. So that's... That's what a what a major boon that would be. What about DeAndre Hopkins? What about getting everybody back, the whole band back together, you know, to go on the mission here? What do you think? With Hopkins, it doesn't seem nearly as positive. He had a MCL tear, and the knee was really unstable. Um, so you know, possible, but I would say unlikely. When I talk to people close to Hopkins, you know, that sounds like. Some people are like, yeah, we could get him back. I mean, some people close to Hopkins, it's like, oh, man, that was a really serious injury. So I don't get a, as good a feeling on Hopkins, maybe for the Super Bowl, maybe. Mm. But I, it doesn't seem very likely from what I can tell. Ian Rappaport here on the Rich Eisen Show. Let's move to Tampa. Um, what about their injuries and their bumps and bruises and even worse than that can they get everybody who's not done for the season back in time you think for a playoff game next weekend what do you think what do you i think? don't i don't know about everybody because ronald jones ankle seems to be far more serious than people realize uh he isn't even running yet so the thought of him being back next week i don't know if that's going to happen but it does seem like leonard fournette's going to be back it seems like mike evans is going to be fine um, Chris Godwin is out. And then Levante David, that was a foot sprain, so that's like kind of tricky. So I think he has a chance to get back. But, you know, obviously looking at the way it happened last year, like this is very, very different, right? I mean, last year they were rolling. I think, if, you know, if you took a poll last year and you said which of the you know, not top-rated teams presents the biggest danger, like some people would have taken the Bucks just because they kind of were like, you know, rolling in on, on a high horse for the playoffs, it's not like that this year. Um, you know, they, they have Tom Brady. I don't know if you heard that. They have Tom Brady, so yes, they sir. could still get it together. Um, but A.B., you know, as crazy as, as everything turned out, like, he's a very good football player, and using him really does hurt. So now that dust has settled and and uh, I guess now the teams are like, okay, you're going to put everything on your Instagram and your Twitter, we'll, we'll start talking as well. So what happened in the last week, you know, soup to nuts? Or the last couple weeks, 
soup to nuts okay, so with him. Let's go back to last Wednesday. Okay. So, which is uh, nine days ago, not this past Wednesday. Yep. So he asked the Bucks to guarantee one million dollars of his incentives. He was going to get it anyway, but he wanted it guaranteed. Maybe because his foot wasn't feeling, but anyway, he wanted it guaranteed. They said we're not going to do that because um, <clears throat> they they just they don't do that, right? So he was upset and then didn't practice Wednesday, Thursday, and they didn't think on or, sorry didn't practice Thursday, Friday. They didn't think on Friday that he was going to be able to go. Saturday he looks good at the walkthrough, shoots up his ankle for Sunday, and then comes in the locker room after getting targeted four times in the first half and throws a fit and says he doesn't want to play on the sidelines when, B, when B.A. and other coaches are talking to him. They eject him from the sidelines, you know, like kind of like an umpire, just tossing a guy. And essentially he was cut there. And then they tried to get him some help counseling and others, which is why they hadn't cut him previously. And then finally yesterday, after he decided to post some very nice text messages from everyone, uh, which I think maybe he thought they were mean, but they actually were very nice. Uh, then they decided to cut him yesterday. Hmm. And so uh, it was about money. Is that what this is about? Is, you know, because again, because Arians, because Arians did clearly know about his ankle, right? I mean, he he sent a photograph Wednesday, of his ankle, and so well, I mean, he he also mispracticed Thursday, Friday, right. so everyone knew then. And like they've been, you know, they, I know they were frustrated with his rehab and how attentive he was before this. So they knew about his ankle. And no, no, I I know that, but the reason why maybe he said I don't know if it was his ankle or not, you know, is because they might have that might have been well, if he was not playing because of his money, and he's upset that he right. wasn't playing because of his money, that might have been a reason for it as well, right? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, and I'm not sitting here right. trying to I cover mean, for anybody because clearly this relationship, despite them keeping him. Uh, was sour. No question, oh, right? And, and now, it's not cover, though, because, you know, everything deserves an explanation. And so, like, the ankle thing only makes sense in the context of, like, it was the last straw. Because clearly, he, you know, like, he can say what he wants about them pushing him to play. You read those text messages, it doesn't seem like they're pushing him to play. Clearly, he wanted to play. He's the one who shot up his ankle. And he wanted to reach his incentives. But, you know, I would say it always is money. Whenever, it's, whenever there's a question, the answer is usually money. And with Antonio Brown, for most of his disputes, money has been at the root of it, and it seems like at least money plays a big part in it here as well. Well, and what about all the things that he was alleging through his lawyer? I mean, where, where does that stand? Are there grievances? Are there, is there, what, what do you know about all of that to well, finish up the divorce? Well, I've about that a lot. And I don't know what the grievances would be because it's not like there's, you know, it's like, is he going to do a grievance for $60,000? Like, I, you know, because that's what it would be, one week salary, but he's going to get it anyway because he was on the roster Wednesday. So, like, I don't even know, and he can't grieve, you know, about incentives because it doesn't work like that. So, like, I don't know that he could claim to get any money anyway. So I don't even think it's about that. Ian Rappaport uh, here on the Rich Eisen Show. Uh, in whatever time I have left with you, let's just hit on on coaching vacancies um, because I'm sure that's what's burning your phone up for sure. Monday's the day that we'll find out, or Sunday night's the day night that we'll find out. How do you see it all shaking out, 
Ian, in the NFL? Um, so, to me, the three to watch, and this is not like a total surprise, it seems pretty clear this year, is you know Denver, Minnesota, and Chicago. And, you know, obviously Jaguars and Raiders is open. Bill O'Brien is going to interview with the Jaguars, uh, which everyone seems to think is funny. I don't know why that's funny. Like, he was a very, very good coach before he decided to try his hand at personnel. Um, but whatever. Um, and so, you know, I would say, you know, Nagy is, as we've talked about on, on Game Day Morning, Nagy is likely gone. Uh, and then I would say Fangio and Zimmer are pretty up in the air. Um, you know, both are in doubt. Uh, I think both will have to make cases to stay, but it doesn't sound like a firm decision has been made. But we could have just five openings this year, um, which, you know, would be a little on the low side, but it doesn't seem like there's a can't-miss candidate, so that makes sense as well. What's your reporting on my college coach and Harbaugh? What do you got for that, for me on that? You know, I, I, I would say, to me, it seems like he's in a similar situation as last year, where, you know, is he interested in looking, looking at the greener grass in the NFL? I think he's probably would look. Um, it seems to me, and I don't mean this in any way toward anything that was reported, but when someone takes a pay cut and then gets to shove it where the sun would no longer <laughs> like to shine, usually, it's like we just said, usually it's about money, right? So, yes, he said all the very nice things about a pay cut, but is he using the leverage of the media to say, hey, I'd like a lot more money or I'll go to the NFL? Yeah. I'm not saying that's what's behind it, but I'm just saying – you know, that makes a lot of sense. And is the Jaguars' job uh, more difficult to fill because they, they're keeping their general manager? Is that uh, also part of what you're sensing or hearing, despite Trevor Lawrence's um, remarkable talent? Are you hearing that? You know, I, I think it's maybe not for everyone. Um, like, for those who need a perfect situation, like Josh McDaniels, like that might not be the great place for him. Mm-hmm. But... It, it, that doesn't mean it's specific to Trent Baalke. Some people just would want a clean slate. So, you know, I th- based on the list of people they've targeted, I don't know that there's any right now that would not take it if Trent Baalke is there. Ian Rappaport, thanks for the time. I know you're jammed, brother. Really appreciate the ten minutes. See, you said ten Always. minutes. I gave you. You gave me ten minutes, and I'm. I'm not. I'm not one of those guys that's I'm just gonna hold you. All of this is kind of a Jewish goodbye right now. But you know, um, <laughs> that's why. Uh, thank that's you. Why you're a Jewish goodbye? That's what it feels like right now. I'm, I just don't want to let you go. You know, like how's everything? Like when, you know, I see, when I say goodbye to my mom, she's like, "Okay, anyway." And let me just tell you this other six stories. I'm like, "Thanks, mom. Goodbye." <laughs> Thanks for the call, Ian. Appreciate it. Take care. Okay. Thank you. There you go. So, um, <laughs> let's touch on the Antonio Brown thing for just a brief bit. Let's do it. Okay. So I know you want to. Well, it's out there. Well, I mean, if, if there's a COVID problem because Antonio Brown invited uh, a, a lady friend into the Westin in New Jersey, snuck her past the, yeah. um, the security there, um, I mean, you can't even say that breaks COVID protocol. It's like blowing it up like it's over the River Kwai in the movies. <laughs> You know, and and so, again, for anybody who doesn't know, uh, it's all out there on social media. Uh, very rarely do I quote anything from the Daily Mail. Uh, was or, was that what it was in? Is that you, you sent me a Daily Mail article? Got it. But look, uh, there's all the receipts, which is kind of um, well, then her story. Yes, well, again, yeah, that's that, I mean, that's that's the receipts. You know, yeah. it's interesting that he has Antonio Brown has receipts on his social media accounts. And I guess receipts work both ways. 
Um, I, she even had a photograph uh, of of the of the sign in the Westin about you're not allowed to go past this spot. I mean, she was taking snaps everywhere, going up the elevator to have a late night confab uh, with Antonio Brown prior to taking on the Jets, and uh, and now she's got COVID. She put out, hey, uh, hey, Bucks, you should uh, test yourselves. Yep. Is what she said, and um, just again look up her history and and what she's known for and um, things of that nature. And um, I guess this would be a new strain of uh, of the coronavirus, which is the strain being the oh my god, a cron um, <laughs> strain uh, of of COVID. The latest sordidness sordidness that once again should be you can't even say this is a bright flashing warning sign the latest example as did he learn his lesson with the fake vaccination card clearly not should the bucks test themselves oh yeah i'm imagining the covid protocols are tight regardless of one guy breaking the protocols in this remarkably inappropriate and risky fashion. And what what way to flip a middle finger to your teammates than that? Within 24 hours later, you're walking through. And then after that, barking at your all-time great quarterback who has had your back in not one but two places, who put you up in his house to turn to him and assume that he's not being targeted by this guy who will target anybody. He would target Lucifer (laughs) if he was on the roster and open. 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 Certainly if it's to come back on the Jets. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's By the way, it's <laughs> the Jets being in the middle of all this. Oh, my gosh. How do you think that security meeting at the local Weston's going over right about now in that Zoom? <laughs> Couldn't see her, huh? Strolling up. I mean, she might have been rolling in the elevator. And I mean, in case you're wondering, is she right? Is she wrong? Is she just making it up? She had the his room number and put it out there. I mean, that's what these jacks do, man. Honestly, I have a journalism degree. Two. Two. No, I didn't even get a journalist. I would you were in communication in Michigan, but I uh, graduated uh, Medill School of Journalism with honors just for this moment to talk about somebody who's famous for licking toilet seats. Oh my God. To go up in an elevator before a game for a late night call. Rendezvous. With, uh, honestly, I, I'm, I'm laying it all out there just so anybody needs a little heads up. I'm being unfair. I wouldn't do this to somebody else. I'm like, I wouldn't, trust me, anybody else who does this to a teammate and organization over and over and over again, I'll be more than happy to talk about them 
although I'd prefer not to have it's, to ever do just this again. this guy. But it's just, again, note, just put a pin in this one, this one in particular. Put a pin in it. Put a pin in it. Put it on a wall. As a matter of fact, the NFL should require it. And matter, you know what? The federal government should require it in terms of safe work rules. You know, like OSHA. It should be like, <laughs> like the, those signs that you have up on the wall at workplaces. If anybody remembers what a workplace looked like, just put it on a wall. The NFL should mandate this particular article. Put it on the wall for any executive, owner, coach, quarterback, player, teammate who's thinking, you know, we could use somebody to stretch the field. Refer to this one. This one in particular. Not the one of him on the field because uh, uh, stripping down because that still earns him standing ovations in, in, in basketball arenas and podcast appearances and all of that. All of that. Now this one, and that one also still caused the Bucks to hold on to him for days. <laughs> because somebody else might grab him. <laughs> right? We were just Teddy and Rappaport on saying, I don't know what the grievance would be. Maybe, you know, it took some time to get some legal help for the Buccaneers to go through the fine print and figure that out. They kind of knew that to begin with. They were holding on to him, it appears, because they were afraid other teams were going to go get him. Put this article and these sets of facts right on the wall in the middle of a pandemic after he handed in a fake vaccination card and got suspended for it. This is what he did before all of the Sunday that. I'm now officially done. Now we're done. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) We'll see who pops if anybody pops. For COVID on the Buccaneers. Does Antonio Brown play in the playoffs this year? How? He's getting surgery. No, no. Is he? No. I mean, apparently. Isn't that crazy? Half of everybody who comes after me in the comments of all of the things that we're saying are are like, I'm caping for the NFL and covering for the Bucs. And I'm I'm also, you know, racist. I'm getting that too, that I wouldn't. (laughs) No, I'm serious. That I wouldn't be saying this about a white player. Mm -hmm. You're wrong. I'd say it about somebody green, pink, name it. (laughs) Crazy is crazy. Martian, human, anybody that does this would get the same treatment from this chair. But I don't know how you square that the uh, Bucks have done him dirty by holding on to him and he should be able to go somewhere else. But also the Bucks did him dirty to the point where he can't go somewhere else because he's hurt. Which one is it? <laughs> Isn't it funny how that works? <laughs> Which one is it? It's kind of like the election was rigged for the presidential election, but all the down ballot stuff, that's, that's thumbs up. <laughs> how do we square that circle? Because everybody learns everything on the phone. That's why. And there's no nuance and there's no history around what you're seeing on your phone. That's why NFL teams clip and save this little article about what he did in New Jersey in his hotel room and what he did prior to that game.
Put that one on the wall so you'll remember it. Don't forget it. <sighs> Write it down. Take a picture. All right. When we come back, 844-204-RICH, number to dial. There is something uh, afoot in Arizona. Uh, everything was okay, cool. J.J. Watt coming back and all that. But um, one crucial member of the team is not following another crucial member of the team on Twitter. And apparently there's a problem. And we understand it. We totally get it. That's next. Don't miss it. Let's talk O'Reilly Auto Parts, people. Or as you might know from their jingle, O-O-O O'Reilly Auto Parts. They're in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offers friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs because you know when you need your car fixed, you need somebody who knows what they're talking about and is helpful, has a smile on their face, and gets you back on the road. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you just... Find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you will find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts knowledgeable, helpful, and the best of all, friendly. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com Eisen. That's O'ReillyAuto.com Eisen. Check out our new NBA show, Beyond the Arc, part of the CBS Sports Podcast Network, where you can find me, John Gonzalez, NBA insider Bill Ryder, and Ashley Nicole Moss, five days a week talking all things NBA. Whether you're looking for insightful discussions, upbeat commentary, breaking news, interviews, or coverage of all the biggest stories in the NBA, our new show is the place to be five days a week. Download and follow Beyond the Arc on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you get your favorite podcasts. This is the Rich Eisen Show. Let's go to Jeff in Detroit. How you been, Jeffrey? Jeffrey. What's going on? How you doing, Jeffrey? Oh, my cousins. Happy What's happening on Jeff? this Friday, hey, hey. you guys? What's up? Listen, um, I wanted to uh, switch gifts. First of all, your caller from yesterday might be on to something. He was talking about uh, what Tom Brady was saying to Antonio Brown. Yeah. And they actually have footage, so might be some validity to that. I'm going to switch gears a little bit. Uh-huh. Help me out with this one. Now, you got your credit-to-debt ratio. I'm wondering, in history of the NFL, has there ever been an NFL talent whose talent-to-payment ratio has been that of Kirk D. Cousins? They say that guy about to get $45 million, and he's like a middle-of-the-road quarterback that you got question marks about. He's... And I'm trying to figure out, has anybody been in his position because it seems like he's always at the right place at the right time to make the maximum amount of money, regardless of his talent. Yeah, I, 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 these are good questions. And, and the crazy thing is, is that the Jets wanted to get him. The yeah. Jets were ready to pay him. And the Vikings came in and said, we'll pay you like your Max Scherzer. You're fully guaranteed. We'll pay, we'll pay you like a, a, uh, an ace Major League Baseball pitcher. And, and I got one other question for you, too, after you finish. I'm, I'm done. Like, what else is there to oh, say? Because, okay. I mean, you call the middle of the road. Like, if you asked about the top 10 quarterbacks in the league, Cousins would be – would he be around, like, 10? No. I, I think he, he would be. I mean, like, yeah, you can't he, look. The he, guy's, he might be better than 10? average. The guy, the guy is better than average. He's 10 to 15. Yeah. It's just that in the big spot. 
The problem, right. his big yeah, I mean, spot, his big I mean, spot is to go goodness. beat Aaron Rodgers in Green Bay. Like, good luck with that. Yep, you know exactly. Um, as the NFL season comes to an end, mm-hmm. what are you pleasantly surprised about and utterly disappointed? I mean, something that you oh. absolutely didn't see at the beginning of the year, like maybe the Bengals, uh, the Raiders doing as good as they did despite all the adversity that they had to right. go through. Okay, Jacksonville situation, something like that. Very good. I like that. Thank you. Um, thanks, Jeff. You always give us some uh, something thought provoking. That's Jeff in Detroit. Here's what I will do. Um, I, I will think about this, okay? And let's hit this at the back end of the next hour. Do it. Let's do that. Do it. Most disappointing and most surprising, right? Or pleasant surprise? Is that what he said right there? Pleasant surprise. Okay, write that down so we'll remember. All right, disappointing. So if you're uh, a friend of somebody or you, you know, if you go into uh, a workstation every day with somebody Mm -hmm. and you consider them an important part of your operation and you are as well and you follow that person on (laughs) Twitter or social media and that person does not respond in kind what do you do? I slide into the DMs Oh, if we work together? Yeah, if you work together. Gotcha. Do you say something? No. What if you're that person who's got a microphone in front of them because you're an all-world professional athlete and so is the guy that refuses to follow you on Twitter? Chandler Jones, everybody, talking about Kyler Murray the other day, Roland. Yeah, it's actually funny that you brought up Kyler and social media because I think yesterday I just unfollowed him on Twitter. Um, I had asked him to follow me back like a while ago, and he didn't follow me back, so I just unfollowed him yesterday. <laughs> Chandler Jones, <laughs> as we know, will put his hands in the dirt, and he will stand his ground, and he will come for you. And he sacked his own quarterback on Twitter. Unfollowed him. I would do the same thing. By the way, if either... If any of you folks here <laughs> did not follow me on social media, on Twitter, after I'm like, hey, what gives? And you don't do it. I would, you, I, I don't even know if I'd talk to you. Why? It's just social media. But we see you every day. It's yeah. called disrespect. <laughs> Why is that disrespectful? Why the hell is Hub Arkush blocking me? Why, 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 why do did, you care so much? Because I didn't do anything. <laughs> that you know of. What do you mean if I know of? That you know of. You, you, may have done, you obviously did something. Maybe unknowingly. Why? You know what I mean? Like, what, what is this all about? Uh, yeah. Everybody here should follow me. I follow you, right? Here you, we go. You take things way too personal. Oh, look who's talking. <laughs> look who's talking. You take everything personal. <laughs> I don't care who follows me, but this is like... What if I didn't? Oh. What if uh, I didn't? Uh, oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> wouldn't it keep me up at night? He'd be hurt. Well, I don't think it keeps Chandler Jones up at night either. Go ahead and say it, Del Tufo. Del- yeah. What? I- I'm upset that Doug the Pug doesn't follow me. Do you see what I'm saying? <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> Kyler Murray. With Kyler Murray. No, Mike. Kyler to- Murray we look is alike. Chandler Jones's Doug the Pug. Yeah. No, Mike, get to the one that started an argument in this studio what started an argument 
Who doesn't follow you? And oh, who doesn't follow you? <laughs> oh, put the over. Our relationship's over now, TJ. <laughs> TJ does not follow me on Instagram. Why don't you follow him on now, Instagram? He, he explained. He gave. I, oh, this good, is great. He I gave, had no idea we had something in our own house. Oh, he gave a partially good reason. This, and I this has obviously been a point of contention for months now. It's, it's, by the way, it's weird because between you know, him and Adam. Follows, yeah. What is it? Well, the thing is, right? He's got a, he's got a, it's I've got a reason. I'm doing my own social media. I also handle the shows. You've right? got a lot of your, on your plate. So I followed you years ago because I knew who you were. And then when this show first started, me and Brockman met like seven years ago. I'm like, he's cool. I follow him. Yeah. I didn't know Mike as well. You know, we were always cool. So when yeah. I start working here, I took over the social media. I'm already seeing Mike's posts. Through the Rich Eisen show. Exactly. Therefore, I was like, there's no need for me to see his post twice on my own. I'm already liking and engaging with his posts, but just through the show. If I follow him and Adam through my own, now i got to see their posts twice. i got to see them for the show and on my own personal. They both got so mad about this, they both unfollowed me and refollowed me, then unfollowed me again. I don't blame you. You should do that. Why? What's the problem? Why do I need to see it twice? I wouldn't follow. Here's what you do. Here's what you do. Okay. And I, I'm just repeating. I mean, I'm doing what I've, I'm doing. I've heard, I've heard people who say you post too much. One friend of mine told another friend of mine, you post too much, I can't follow you on that Instagram is anymore. A, yeah. And his response, the guy who got unfollowed, went like this. If you don't like it, just go like this. It's too it's hard like, to do that. You just flip your thumb and just scroll through it. That's it. Wait, yeah, it's, it's I've tried that. It don't it's, a flick, it's a flick of your wrist. I, I've tried that. That's it. Then Look you should the be following a million people. But Mike could use the follow, right? Yeah, I would like to. I mean, it would be <laughs> like the follow. Of, it's a, I'm kind of you don't you like gotta, the You got to like, bring something to like the, the table. I don't like the You got to bring it to the table. If your feed is boring or you're not interesting or you don't post at all or you post too much, I don't got time for that. And plus, nobody pays attention to my Twitter anyway. I can't. Twitter uh, denied no, my. No, 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 listen. No. Twitter denied we, my verification. Even though whoa, I'm on TV, they won't. They won't so let, follow Twitter. I can't. Yeah. They won't let me be great. And so I'm just saying. <laughs> wow. Von Miller's coming up an hour or two. Don't miss it. <laughs>